This program is brought to you by the University of Southern Queensland. What is up everybody? My name is Russell and what time is it? It is Hero Time in which I'll be bringing you up to date on all the latest in pop culture news for your hearing pleasure. Coming up this week, Stranger Things Season 4 has a new trailer revealed. Black Panther 2's production came to a halt due to an injury on set. Dwayne Johnson's movies will use rubber guns instead of real prop ones. And Chris Columbus wants to direct the Harry Potter and the Cursed Child adaptation with the original trio. But first up in our top story, coming from the folks of IGN, Netflix has revealed a new look at the fourth season of Stranger Things in the form of a teaser that gives a glimpse of Eleven, Will, Jonathan and Joyce's new life in California and the dangers of their upcoming spring break. Revealed on Twitter, the teaser comes with the words, we're going to have the best spring break ever. Unfortunately, this doesn't appear to be the case. As with the other seasons of the show, this new life in California is anything but normal. While the teaser begins with Eleven writing a letter to Mike that tells him how wonderful her days of living in California are, we quickly see it is quite the opposite. As the spring break approaches, it looks as though Eleven is still having trouble making friends and fitting in at school. On top of that, the teaser also shows off gunfights, a creepy doll, windows shattering, Eleven being held by two men in suits, an underground base of some sort, explosions, and so much more. This teaser follows another that was released during TUDUM, a Netflix global fan event, that focused on another location for season four, the Creel House. This house was the home of Victor Creel, a man who became an inmate at Penhurst Mental Hospital after committing a grisly murder in the 1950s. Stranger Things season four will be released on Netflix in the winter of next year. Up next, reports from IGN confirmed that filming for the Marvel sequel Black Panther Wakanda Forever has been put on hold until early 2022 as star Letitia Wright recovers from an on-set injury. According to The Hollywood Reporter, Wright, who plays T'Challa's sister Shuri, was reportedly injured during a sequence involving a stunt rig back in August. Wright has been recovering in London while filming continued without her. However, director Ryan Coogler is said to have shot all the footage available that doesn't include Wright and so production must wait until she can return to the set. According to The Hollywood Reporter, Wright's character Shuri was elevated as the lead in the sequel after appearing in Black Panther and Avengers Infinity War and Endgame. Also per The Hollywood Reporter, Black Panther 2 is still on track for its November 10th, 2022 release date. Story details for Black Panther 2 are being tightly guarded, especially after franchise star and Black Panther himself, Chadwick Boseman, 
passed away in 2020 from cancer. Questions about how the record-breaking Black Panther franchise could continue without Bozeman were one of the primary questions surrounding the sequel. Bozeman's death left a crater in Hollywood beyond just Black Panther. The newly released Netflix western, The Harder Day 4, included a small tribute to Bozeman as an Easter egg. Up next, after the fatal shooting of cinematographer Helena Hutchins on the set of Rust, actor and producer Dwayne Johnson has pledged to not use real guns on set. During an interview with Variety, the 49-year-old former wrestler confirmed he will only use prop replica weapons in the future. I can't speak for anyone else, but I can tell you, without an absence of clarity here, that any movie that we have moving forward with Seven Bucks Production, any movie, and any television show, or anything we do or produce, we won't use real guns at all, he said. We're going to switch over to rubber guns, and we're going to take care of it in post, he said. We're not going to worry about the dollars. We won't worry about what it costs. Dwayne Johnson's latest movie, Red Notice, follows strict safety protocols on set. But following the tragic death of cinematographer Helena Hutchins on the set of Rust, Johnson has pledged to ensure the safety of his crew. I love the movie business, he explained. There are safety protocols and measures that we have always taken in the movie business, and we take it very seriously. And these sets are safe sets, and we're proud of that. But accidents do happen. And when it's something like this happens of this magnitude, that is this heartbreaking, I think the most prudent thing and the smartest thing to do is just pause for a second and really re-examine how you're going to move forward and how we're going to work together. After handling firearms in red notice, Johnson has made the decision to only use rubber replicas on any future shoots, enforcing this rule with any studio he works with. Any movie we do that Seven Bucks does any studio, the rule is we're not going to use real guns, he conferred. That's it. Dwayne Johnson's decision to use rubber prop replicas instead of real guns could pave the way for other production companies to follow suit. After all, Johnson himself is a respected action star carrying weight amongst fellow producers. Seven Bucks Productions is also behind some of the most lucrative movies of the past few years, including Jumanji, Jungle Cruise, and Hobson Shaw. I was heartbroken, said Johnson about the tragic shooting. We've lost a life. My heart goes out to her family and everybody on set. I've known Alec too for a very long time. A lawyer for Armour Hannah Gutierrez-Reed who was in charge of firearms on the film Rust, has claimed that the fatal live round could have been placed as an act of sabotage. However, local authorities in Santa Fe are still investigating the incident. 
the final reports of the day. Reports coming from, you guessed it, IGN states that Daniel Ratcliffe, Emma Watson, and Rupert Grint haven't reprised their roles of Harry Potter, Hermione Granger, and Ron Weasley for a decade now, but the director of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, Chris Columbus, wants to bring back the game together for one more ride. Speaking to Variety, Chris Columbus said he would love to work on a movie adaptation of The Cursed Child, a 2016 Harry Potter play that takes place 19 years after the final book in the series ends. I would love to direct The Cursed Child, Columbus said. It's a great play and the kids are actually the right age to play those roles. It's a small fantasy of mine. Radcliffe, Watson and Grint are all in their early 30s, making them about the right age to play Harry, Ron and Hermione on the big screen once again for this story. The Cursed Child focuses on Harry and Draco Malvoy's children, with the original heroes serving as supporting characters. The play was a big hit on Broadway, setting it records when it opened in 2018. Columbus directed 2001's The Sorcerer's Stone and 2002's sequel, Chamber of Secrets. He also served as producer on Prisoner of Azkaban, David Yates took over directing duties for the final four Harry Potter movies and also directed the first two Fantastic Beasts movies. Yates is next helming The Secrets of Dumbledore, the third movie in the Fantastic Beasts series set to be released next year. The original play was written by Jack Thorne along with John Tiffany and Harry Potter creator J.K. Rowling though it's been a conflicting time for Harry Potter fans as J.K. Rowling has become a major proponent of anti-transgender rhetoric. While it's unknown if a movie version of The Cursed Child will ever become a reality, Warner Brothers is still working on a potential Harry Potter TV series and a video game Hogwarts Legacy, which will reportedly allow players to create transgender characters. And that's all the time for Hero Time this week. Thank you very much for listening to this week's edition of Hero Time. Join me again next week while I keep you up to date on all the latest in pop culture news for your absolute hearing pleasure. And don't forget you can follow me on Twitter at Phoenix Hero Time for all the pop culture news I post. And if you want to catch up on today's episode of Hero Time, listen to it again on Phoenix Radio Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Wooska. Thanks again for listening. My name is Russell, and for all the programs you love, keep it right to phoenixradio.com.au. Have a good day, everyone. Bye-bye.